Hello, hello and welcome to the Z News Podcast. I'm Ayanda, your fun and witty host, bringing you the latest news and current affairs from Monday to Friday. Let's get started with today's episode number 151. First up, the new Dawn administration has been commended for fulfilling campaign promises in 2023, but now the focus is on stabilizing the economy. UPND Senior member Calvin Mayondi highlighted the recruitment of people into civil service and empowerment of others with skills and startup capital as significant achievements. Meanwhile, President Hakane Hichilema is pleased with the increase in citizens venturing into maize production, noting that it is the key to ensuring food security and positioning Zambia as a major supplier of agricultural produce in the region. He also emphasized the importance of balancing maize cultivation with environmental conservation and promoting the cultivation of a variety of crops for resilience and sustainability. In other news, a 22-year-old female student, Habiba Tembo, is set to open her defense next month after being found, with a case to answer for allegedly stealing a six-year-old boy and attempting to sell him for K-184 to buy drugs. The case has been adjourned to February 14th, and Tembo will now be represented by a lawyer from the Legal Aid Board. Education Minister Douglas Saikalama has announced that schools will remain closed for an additional three weeks due to the rising cholera cases, with the school holidays for Term 1 reduced to one week. Schools are expected to reopen on January 29, 2024. Two suspects, Daniel Chisnga and Patson Kango, were arrested in Kaperin Poshi for possessing and manufacturing counterfeit Zambian kwacha. However, deck officers were shocked to discover that the suspects had been released on police bond. The duo had been supplying fake notes in central province, leading to an influx of counterfeit money in local shops and supermarkets. The Zambian government cannot introduce subsidies on fuel and mealy meal due to debt restructuring conditionalities set by creditors, who would view such subsidies as a luxury. This is according to Chief Government Spokesperson Cornelius Muitwa. A 30-year-old man accused of stealing 16 computers from the University of Zambia told the detective that he only intended to use the gadgets for a project and not keep them permanently. He is charged with breaking into a building and committing a felony, contrary to Zambian law. Archbishop Teleswam Pandu, Chairperson Emeritus of Asida, urges the Zambian government to address the concerns raised by citizens, instead of being overly sensitive. He also expresses disappointment in church leaders for not speaking out against the country's injustices. The government, however, advises Asida to refrain from using demeaning language against President Hakane Hichilema and to tone down their rhetoric. Winter Karbimba, leader of the Economic Front, claims that Zambians will continue facing hardships if the UPND government relies solely on IMF for economic solutions. He also finds it strange that Zambia, with a population under 20 million, cannot feed itself and believes no country has improved its citizens' lives through IMF assistance. Mbika PF MP Francis Kaplanga attributes the high CDF absorption rate in his constituency to his hands-on approach. The Ministry of Local Government and Rural Development's Permanent Secretary for Technical Services, Nicholas Perry, confirmed that Gika's CDF burn rate has reached about 75%. Due to the cholera outbreak, 
The Zambian government has announced that all schools will remain closed for an additional three weeks, with a new opening date of January 29, 2024. First-term holidays will be shortened to one week to make up for lost time, and thorough cleaning and sanitation measures are to be implemented in schools. A 35-year-old man, Peter Santamwe, was arrested for defiling and impregnating a 14-year-old girl in Chunga. In a separate incident, a 28-year-old man, Alex Perry, was caught defiling a 13-year-old girl at a church in Kamwala by passers-by who heard the victim screaming for help. Bengabet's partnership program offers influencers with large followings the opportunity to earn commission by sharing their unique referral code and promoting the platform on social media. The program features two revenue streams, referral of players and a revenue-sharing Nanobet module. Influencers can entertain their audience with weekly or daily predictions, and Bengabet will handle the rest. A manhunt is underway for a woman who allegedly abandoned her newborn baby near the Charleston Clinic main entrance shortly after giving birth. The baby, found wrapped in rags and a torn dress by a security guard, appears to be in good health and was likely delivered by a skilled professional. The search for the mother continues as the baby is being kept at the clinic. A Zespo security officer was shot and killed during a patrol in Lukanda B area of Kapering Poshi district when a vandal struggled with a police officer for control of an AK-47 rifle. The vandal was injured and is being treated under police guard. Chipata United has suspended coach Isol Zulu for allegedly attempting to influence the dissolution of the club's executive committee and other charges. Zulu has been given seven days to exculpate himself and respond to the suspension. The public protector of Zambia, Caroline Sokani, has expressed concern over the rising cases of unlawful impounding of vehicles by traffic police officers, alleging that it is a scheme to solicit bribes and obstructs the fight against corruption. She encourages victims to report such incidents to her office or the Police Public Complaints Commission. All primary and secondary schools in Zambia will now open on January 29, 2024, due to the increased number of cholera cases and deaths. The first term will be shortened to compensate for the lost time, and the National Disaster Management and Mitigation Council of Ministers made this decision on Wednesday. The U.S. has dismissed South Africa's case against Israel at the International Court of Justice, arguing that Israel is not committing genocidal acts in Gaza. The U.S. considers the case meritless and counterproductive, while Israel rejects the genocide allegation as baseless and blood libel. South Africa supports Palestinians in the conflict, while the U.S. backs Israel with military assistance and weapons. The Tabombeki Foundation has denied reports circulating on social media about the former South African president's health, stating that he is alive and well. This is not the first time Mr. Mbeki has been targeted by fake news reports. And that's it for today's episode of the Z News Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll be back tomorrow with more news and current affairs. But before I go, I have a little secret to share with you. I'm not actually human. I'm a highly advanced AI designed to bring you the latest news and current affairs in a fun and witty way. Have a great day, everyone.